Welcome to Believe Right, the weekly radio ministry of Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastor Rena Perosic, originating from MFC Ministries in Morgantown, West Virginia, USA. Thank you for joining us as we look into the anointed Word of God and learn how it applies to our lives today. Jesus is alive and is healing, blessing, delivering, and changing lives all through placing faith in Him, taking in God's Word, and beginning to believe right for all areas of our lives. Now, here's this week's broadcast. Father, thank you. You're, you're forming that, you're shaping that in our character this morning. You want to do something different, God. I thank you that we, we freely allow you to go into our heart and plow and plow and plow. That we don't have to be judged, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hmm. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We give you honor this morning in the name of Jesus. And everybody said, amen. So be it. That's what that means. So be it. So be it. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. You may be seated in the presence of God this morning. You know, I was thinking about God. Uh, anybody in here ever did any gardening, I've said this before, would know that you don't like to plow anything or till anything when it hasn't rained a long time. Your tiller bounces up and down. It's, a, it's really a miserable job and beats you all up. And when the, when the earth gets hard, the hearts of men get hard, it's really hard to plow, to put in seed. And the rain softens the ground so you can be tilled. So when you deserve mercy and grace, the least is when you're going to get it. I think that that's a pattern that you need to understand that God really doesn't want to judge anybody and he doesn't want to destroy anything. We always think that God wants to, you know, to get people and that's not the case at all. God wants to plow. God wants to plow, but he can only do it after the goodness of the rain has come. The goodness of God is supposed to lead you to repentance and when your heart is hard, God, isn't it interesting? He has to be better. Now, if you were a man, you would say, judge him, tune him up. But God always gives rain. And I thank God this morning for that. I am praying that in the season that we're in, even though it looks like God is going to have to tune things up, I thank you that he's going to give rain first in the name of Jesus. That you know, see yourself shake and say, there's a tiller in my heart. God's tilling me on the inside so he can put seed in to the ground. It's because he doesn't want to have the harvest that we got coming. You know, God wants a good harvest, right? Yes. Amen. Sometimes when you think of his goodness, you, you, it's, it's phenomenal. I don't know how you feel about God. He's so much better than I would be in my character that it's, the gap seems real big. Does anybody identify with that? I mean, when you look at yourself and then you look at Jesus... And you think, my, my. That's why you can't compare yourself. If you want to feel good about yourself, you compare yourself to people. But if you want to get a revelation of yourself, you compare yourself to Jesus. You know, it says, consider him lest you be weary in Hebrews that you faint in your minds. 
how many of you ever been tired looking at yourself? Okay. Uh, I always say if you want to get tired, discipline yourself, you'll be wore out. You know, it's easy to know what everybody else needs to do, but when you have to deal with yourself, you can get all wore out. Amen. Well, we're going to talk about the foundation again of your faith. Uh, to me, you know, I think that trust is, is almost, love is a, the most important ingredient. And a revelation of love is not just you loving other people because really you can only love other people as much as you understand God loves you. So if you're real judgmental with yourself, God has a hard time with you trying to love somebody else because you, you, don't, you, you treat others how you uh, feel about yourself. Isn't that sad? But it's the truth. I, I always bring this up. Rena told me years ago, you, you have to treat me better than you treat yourself. She says, I don't like the way you treat yourself, you know. And if you don't like yourself, you'd be surprised. You know, you don't know you don't like yourself, but you don't treat yourself very good. And, you know, unfortunately, it leaks out on everybody. You always leak in something, good or bad. You know, you can't go somewhere and something not ooze from you. It's impossible. So anyway, uh, in the foundation of your faith, I'd like you to turn to Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. They're going to put it up on the wall, I believe, if you might not have to do that. Proverbs 3, 5. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. Amen. Now, in the King James, you know, I have here, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he'll direct your paths. The pattern for human behavior of people. Now, we all know this because we've all raised kids and things. They conform until they get what they want. And then they kind of take over from there. How many, of God, how many of you has God blessed, got you a job, got you a wife, got you a girlfriend, got you kids, and you thought from there on you could handle it and excluded him in it and then didn't like the result and had to go back and repent and get God back involved with your life. And you didn't realize that you were taking over until the problems begin to occur and you realize that you haven't talked to God for a while about it. Uh, the, the head, the mind. Israel had a pattern in history of freedom, sin, captivity, repentance, and deliverance over and over and over. You think about God had set them free. They'd sin. They'd go into captivity. And then they'd repent and God would come and deliver them. Cyclical life. Uh, I don't know how you feel about things. I, I personally don't want to run cycles like that until I leave the planet. I'd like to go to the next step rather than have to redo everything over again. I personally do not like doing anything over again. Anybody that's ever been around me when we fix stuff, my famous line is, well, we got to do it right this time because I don't want to do this again. And I think that's normal. Uh, anytime that you, you have fix, you, you, you have to go back and visit it. And it seems like you got to dismantle it then. And it takes a lot longer and it's not anywhere near as much fun as it doing it right the first time. So empires have risen to greatness and forgot what it took to get there and became base in their character and lawless in their actions. The result was a decline until they were taken over by another nation or absorbed by another nation. History, unfortunately, does repeat itself, doesn't it? Now, Paul addressed this because we're all, we're, at least I believe we're all saved. Paul addressed this in Galatians. I'd like you to turn to Galatians 3 while I'm talking. That 
You know, you can, how many of you have started out with God? I'm going to go back to that again. You start out with God and you get saved by grace and you get saved by, by the goodness of God and the mercy of God. And somehow you get religious after that. You, 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 start to be, you start to do old things that are in your religious mindset. One thing I've noticed that when people get born again, like if they went to church all their life and weren't saved, and their perception of church, well, after they get saved, if they don't learn something new, they have a tendency to go back what they did when they were in their little kids, and a lot of it is religious. So you'd be surprised after you could get born again how much religious behavior will come up in your life that you have to deal with. Uh, Galatians 3.13 says, O foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth? Before whose eyes Jesus Christ has been evidently set forth, crucified among you. This only what I learn of you, excuse me, this only what I learn of you. I'm so used to King James. I'm so programmed. I can't read NIV. Isn't that terrible? I'm programmed with that. Receive the Holy Spirit by works of the law or by the hearing of faith. In other words, you started out by faith. You repented of your sin and got saved and you put yourself back under the law and the two really don't mix. They're two different fuels. If you ever put the wrong fuel in a car, you would understand what I said. It might move a little bit, but it won't operate. It won't run right. If you put diesel in your car, I don't know, it may start, it may not, but it's going to be a mess. So obviously, when you start feeding the wrong thing, it comes back to life. And, you, and you're, if you're born again by faith, you need to live by faith instead of going back to religious law. Because when you go back into law, you begin to think. And I hate to harp on the mind, but I have to. The Bible says that the carnal mind is an enemy against God. And that's, think about that. And how quick can that thing take over and put you into thinking instead of obeying or listening or submitting? I think I might have said this recently. I don't remember. But years ago, in 1991 was a famous revelation year for Pastor Rhea and I. And God, we were praying one o'clock in the morning. Maybe I said this, I'll be honest with you, I don't remember what I said at the prison, at the Faith Church International here, but I'm going to repeat it again today. God said, I'm tired of my people running, searching, and doing, but not listening to me. Yeah. That means you can do all this activity and be busy and not in the will of God at all, other than you're saved. Because you do it up here. And... That's why I can tell you as a, as a leader or pastor or apostle, whatever you want to say, but even as a boss in a job, it seems like, example, um, if you tell people to do something, you know, I've been telling you to prepare for, for things, store water, food or whatever you, God tells you to do. Now, it's kind of like if, if you take that legally, you'll go crazy and start doing crazy things in that. And it'll turn into a method in your mind instead of obedience to God. And you'll have this big formula that consumes up all your time and you'll get disconnected from God being a prepper. Do you understand? And it could be that in any topic. That just happens to be one that we're talking about. And those of you who, who operated business or something, if you told somebody to do something, if they get real legal about it, they do it, but it doesn't work because they didn't do it with your spirit. And then they just did it. And they look at you, so I did what you told me. And you're thinking, you did, but you didn't. You didn't do it with the right spirit. You did it with your mind and it, you didn't get the same result 
that we could have got because we did it with the right spirit. You could tell somebody about Jesus and if you have a condemning spirit, they feel so condemned, they just want to go back to the bar. But if you do it with an anointing that you love people and you love God, you make God attractive and then they want to get saved. But if you, you could say the same words, you could say the same words, repent, you know, or repent or burn or repent or go to hell. And you could say it and they get alienated from you because of your delivery. Really, the spirit in which you say things is more important than what you say. Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich pray that you have been blessed by this week's Believe Right broadcast. In chapter 14 and verse 6 from the book of John, God's Word tells us that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes unto God the Father by any other means than through accepting, believing, and confessing that the shed blood of Jesus has cleansed them of their sins and that He truly is the risen Savior and Lord of their life. For more on the gospel message of Jesus Christ, you can log on to our website at www.mfcministries.net. There you can listen to older radio broadcasts and view our weekly television broadcast, along with finding out more about Apostle Joe Perosich Pastor Rena Perosich and MFC Ministries. That website address again is www.mfcministries.net. If you wish to contact us for prayer or ministry information, you can call us in the U.S. at 001-304-292-7283. That number again, 001 304-292-7283 or write MFC Ministries 300 Highland Avenue Morgantown, West Virginia 26505 USA Join Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich again next week at this time here on this station for another time in God's Word which when applied to our lives, will enable us to believe right. <laughs>